This show is brought to you by Zumio. Welcome to the Human Capital Show, a podcast with the sole focus to help you achieve an equipoise in the HR world. If you are looking for a one-stop shop to learn about leveraging the power of SaaS in HR, you've come to the right place. So grab that cup of coffee, kick back and relax your mind, and hone in on our conversations. Buckle up for an in-depth ride to HR on the Human Capital Show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Human Capital Show. In this episode, SaaS industry co-founder Benjamin Matthew has a one-on-one with Shilpa Pradhan, who is the group head BFSI at Tech Mahindra. Ben explores, as Shilpa puts it in her own words, her exciting journey of starting off her career as a management trainee as any new MBA graduate would, to working up to proudly being the group head at Tech Mahindra. Given her vast experience in the HR realm, Shilpa also gives us key insights into how the landscape has changed when it comes to certain key processes within companies post the pandemic. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Shilpa, welcome to the show here with us on the Human Capital Show. Thanks, Ben, for the invite. Really excited to have you on this particular forum. It's a pleasure for us to have you here. For the listeners, um, just so that they kind of understand who you are and where you come from and how you got to where you are, um, I, I, would you like? Would you mind introducing yourself? Because the official title that I got off your LinkedIn is basically Group Head BFSI at Tech Mahindra. So since I'm not very technical, I'm going to let you explain that for us. <laughs> okay. So uh, thanks, Ben. Uh, well, first of all, very much excited to be on the show and thanks for the invite. Most welcome. I, as you uh, have already told the name, I'm Shilpa Pradhan. Yes, today I'm a group head BFSI for Tech Mahindra, but my journey has not been so easy. So just like uh, we have uh, the youngsters coming out from the colleges, I was also a youngster at one point of time where I've struggled to get a, a you know campus job and all that. So yeah. after doing my MBA, uh, well, my struggle started in my life and uh, with some initial years of uh, working in various uh, organizations like MassTech, Polaris, Datamatics, NSC. Uh, today, wow. I've landed up in Tech Mahindra. So one thing what I'll say is that, I mean, whatever organizations I work with, something what I have been always passionate about was people, passionate mm. about people connect. And, you know, that's the reason... Uh, I have grown to this level group head, just like everyone, even I started as a management trainee, you know, with a very, very small uh, income and then, you know, gradually grew up over a period of time. So, yes, the journey has not been so easy, but good to see myself here today in Tech Mahindra. But very fulfilling, I'm sure. Yes, yes, very much. In fact, over a period of time, a lot of things I've learned from my superiors, from my peers, and uh, you will be surprised the maximum I've learned is from my juniors. Oh, wow. Okay? So I remember my uh, job when I was in uh, Polaris, where I was a manager and I had a team of some 15, 20 people reporting. So yeah. that time, my Excel knowledge was absolutely zero. When I say zero, I mean zero. Okay. Right. So my MIS expert, who was just six months experienced person, was the one who taught me ABCD of what is Excel about. So, if you see the journey, yes, I have learned a lot. In fact, my office boys and my, you know, the, the people around me have also taught me many things. So, 
yes the journey has been pretty exciting and uh, that's how like you know uh, i always say that there's no other uh, uh, you know profession like an hr profession because we don't have a monotonous thing here absolutely every day we have something new coming up some novelty is there on a daily basis and that's keep you know that's something which keeps us you know going right right completely i mean i, I can totally understand and i'm i'm sure these last two years you as a hr professional i'm sure you've been on your toes right because yes, of yes. Uh, the pandemic um you know the changes that companies and organizations have had to take in order mm. to pivot around in terms of human capital management in terms of how to uh literally take care of their own right right yeah. um i i'd love to i i'd love to do a quick comparison with you right mm. where um you know today as is given the scenario and uh maybe two months prior to uh the world going into a lockdown because of the pandemic right what are the significant changes that you think uh that you see and what are the things that have actually survived the pandemic and it still continues to be right see i will give this answer in a very simple way because i am not a jargon person so definitely would not you know allow myself to use any jargons the simple comparison is pre pandemic we didn't even know what are the other ways of hiring what are the other ways of managing people right. and how can you still have a people connect by not being in front of the person okay because and even if you say something like a walk in which you must be hearing you know all these years we heard walk ins on so and so saturdays on so and so sundays so the right. concept was walk in means you have to go to the office you have to sit there in the premises you have to face the technical and the hr person yeah. but entire concept got changed in last two years where still we had walk in interviews but they were all online so digital walk ins basically exactly so basically the word digitalization is something which has cropped up which was always existing but not so practical but it has cropped up in last two years where each and every hr person now understands what is digitalization I, and i don't i don't have to teach anyone as a mentor as a coach i don't have to train on this digitalization this is something which has automatically been imbibed by each and every one of us Okay so I'm I'm a bit I'm excited to hear this right you're saying that a walk in is possible from a digital perspective can you walk me through the process that a potential um employee or like a applicant would go through in order to go through this as opposed like I remember when I did a walk in and I I did my, I think for my first job was I did a walk in I basically turned up to the location with a, a rolled up resume in my hands Mm-hmm. and uh, i walked in and i realized oh my super senior works in this office and he okay. came out he basically stepped out and i said hey and he said oh what are you doing here and you know that's how i got my first job okay. <laughs> literally he got me through and he's like okay come we'll take you through the interview process and and mm-hmm. you know, it was fixed okay you go first you sit here you do this you write whatever the written test i think there was two hr rounds by the end of it then they asked me to come for a technical round and all of mm-hmm. that but i had to go physically to the location what would okay. be the journey that a person takes today if i wanted to like let's say apply for a walk in like i mean i know that's the wrong way to ask the question or i can't apply for a walk in but <laughs> how do i do that 
first of all, Ben, you have been lucky enough to get a known person in one of the organizations to help you through the entire process. I mean, we all have actually worked very hard I, and without any mentor in the, uh, you know, in this uh, corporate world. I mean, things have not been so easy for us. <laughs> I, I know. I totally agree with you there. <laughs> okay. So coming to the digital uh, walk-in, see, basically right. here, first of all, I do not have any limitation of any boundary. So I okay. don't have to look at only Mumbai or uh, see, if you know Mumbai as a geography, it is, it is not just Mumbai. It is central, western, new Mumbai, south Mumbai. So... Yeah. So organizations are so particular of hiring that if the uh, organization is in Western area, they will prefer people from Western area. Similarly, central, they will prefer people from central. So right. this was the this was the norm maybe till 2019, December, or you can say max to max, February 2020. Got it. March onwards, this thing changed. And now wherever the person is, as it is, if it's work from anywhere or work from home concept, the uh, boundaries do not matter. So when I say I keep a digital walk-in, that means I open the forum to all the people, maybe across Maharashtra, across all over India also I can open up today. Because right. for me, what is important is to deliver the project. Now, this project is delivered by the technicians, by the software prof professionals, by the software engineers. So wherever they sit, the location is not important. What is important is the skill set. Mm. So... In one day, I have kept 50 interviews back to back where the only one condition kept was that you have to keep the video on so that uh, the technical person can see you accordingly, give you the coding questions. And if you clear, then accordingly, HR person can also see you. So that was possible because it was just a question of keeping the camera on either on Zoom or in the Teams uh, meeting. And in one day after meeting 50, we have finalized 20 people. And within a week, we have given this 20 people to the project and that has helped the project to deliver the milestones at the required time as per the timelines given. So this is something which I think pre-COVID was not possible because my dependability was on the physical and the personal meeting with each and every candidate coming to my office premises. Totally. So this is one remarkable thing which I have seen and somewhere... HR being a support function has somewhere contributed to the top line and the bottom line. Now you you must be wondering what is she talking about? How come top line comes into this? <laughs> so basically when I say this, what I've done is that there is a lot of cost saving done here because I have, mm -hmm. I have hired people from the remote part of Maharashtra also where otherwise we would have not even thought of going to somewhere in interiors of Latur or somewhere in interiors of Solapur, Kolapur. Today I'm right. reaching those interiors and getting the talent from there also because for me, the skill is important. The location and is not important. So somewhere I have been able to manage the PNL also in a better way and which has actually contributed to the top line and the bottom line of the organization. Right. I mean, I think um, there's a company called Zoho. I'm not sure if you know about them, but they, they've also no. done a very, very similar uh, approach and they've actually gone and set up offices in, in rural areas, ironically, right? Mm. So they've mm. gone to rural parts of Tamil Nadu and they're doing that in the US as well into uh, non-urban settings and uh, creating satellite offices. So, I mean, it's slightly different from what you're saying, but the concept from hiring 
uh, outside of your physical geography. That's what I'm trying to highlight here. I think I think that's a that's a very interesting difference in the way that um, HR looks at recruitment as a as a as a tool. Um, if I if I ask you, um, you know, um, the methodology that you used pre and post COVID for mm-hmm. recruitment, like for example, um, you, you you have your let's say for example your um, technical round where you have to, uh, for a coder they they give you mm-hmm. a task and things like that. Um, do you really think that the mm-hmm. The lack of physical presence has an impact in the long term, as opposed. I mean, I know we're not that far out of the, uh, of the mm. pandemic, but would it have a long term effect uh, in terms of you know recruitment and team building and how the team forms and you know how they they, they start to interact so from a culture building perspective, things like mm. that? Is there is there a dynamic difference in the way it is being managed and handled as well? Right. See, uh, as an HR person, we will always look at a combination of at least two to three things in a person. So what are these things? One is skill, which everyone knows. Second is domain. And third is the people's person. Now, what is possible in this pandemic time? The first two things are very easily possible, skill and domain. So what is somewhere missing is the people connect. Okay. So this is, I mean, I'm seeing the person, the person is seeing me, we are interacting uh, through the camera, but there are many things when you have a face-to-face conversation, there are many, I mean, it's not that I will not say body language, you cannot see, you can see that in camera also, but somewhere, you know, that, that understanding of whether the person is the right fit from the organizational culture point of view, somewhere that is something which, which requires a lot of in-depth analysis and somewhere maybe that you are not able to do much through the uh, technology. So still, still the show is on. Why? Because the project is getting the right talent. So the show is on. Okay. And the, the numbers are also filled from the organization point of view. The If you want 100 people, 100 people are in the organization. Now the people's connect is something which may impact in the long run because today just because you wanted to hire it's a just in time hiring which you have done but in order to have and retain these uh, this talent in the long run you need that people connect and you need that organizational fit so that is something which you we will have to work on as hr person it is not that it is not possible but this is something which during hiring we could not have an in-depth study of the cultural fitness so so there is also a corrective action to it. So what we are doing is that now through the LND and through more of interactive sessions, we are trying to bridge that gap. Okay. So answering okay. to your question, uh, so there is a plus also if you uh, uh, if you heard me that there was a plus also where the talent was hired at the right time, and the minus was yes somewhere that cultural fit uh, fitness was something which was a question mark. And where the HR person has to build up post hiring, right? That that brings a very interesting question to my mind because there is a lack of physical um, connection, right? 
Um, we always talk about extroverts and introverts in, in terms of uh, attitudes or in terms of character. Um, has it leveled the playing field for introverts? Because in the past, it was always an extrovert dominant um, culture, society, if you want to call it. So if you want to succeed, you have to go there. You have to be a go-getter, right? You have to go there and make your mark and uh, impress someone, so on and so forth. But in this case, like I had I had an interview with a founder and he was telling me basically that um, he changed the way that he hires and started having chat conversations with them because that's how primarily they're going to communicate with everyone. So if they can chat well, then I'm happy to hire them because they passed a communication test today, right? They don't have to come on a, on a call. Like, exactly. has, it, has it actually even the playing field for introvert versus extrovert, that, that argument that has been there? Right. In fact, uh, when we used to have uh, people in the office, the entire forum, so during the joining also, post-joining, we used to have an interactive session with all the joinees of that particular day. So yeah. where, again, the people who were talkative and who were extroverts were coming up and, uh, you know, the introverts were, you know, uh, you know, just sitting and we had to probe them. So the yes. same thing, same thing we are doing today. But today, what is what is the plus point is that instead of addressing such forums, maybe we address them for five minutes, but there is more of one-on-one -on -one interaction. Okay, mm. because the uh, technical interview also, it's very much one-on-one. -on -one. Even HR is spending a lot of time because they also know there is no personal connect. So they have to do their best job by evaluating through the uh, camera. So that one-on-one -on -one connect, and I'll tell you my case, forget, I'm, I'm not giving a generic answer. I'm a people's person. So usually when I take an interview, I do not ask anything about the skills, mm -hmm. about their professional background, because that is something which is very much written in the curriculum with there, right? So I do not have to actually spend time on that. What I spend time on is their hobbies. And when you talk about hobbies, somewhere you you have a personal connect because most of the hobbies of the guys are in and around cricket and football and most of the hobbies of the girls are in and around gardening and shopping and uh, and uh, your fashion and maybe uh, cooking okay. so when you just start this conversation automatically that connect happens then forget the interview i go more into that uh, personal side and that's how i develop the connect so that is how it is helping me. And also one more advantage of this is that when they come into the organization, they still remember the personal connect and they come and say, hi, hello. And they, they, they want to share the things with you, which may be project related or in general, also they want to come and talk to you. Got it. Got it. Okay. So um, taking a step back, um, what would you say has been the biggest drive uh, in terms of adoption of technology into the uh, HR human capital space? Okay. So see, ATS is something which we know about the terminology, ATS existing long, you know, since long, but that the usage of, been there. Yes. Yeah, usage of ATS is something in last two years has been the best where you can get the history of one candidate through ATS, you can get everything about that candidate. And okay. more than that, uh, since we always had people coming into the office, we were all more dependent on the face-to-face -face conversation. So ATS really didn't play that role. But today, yes, I go to ATS, I get the entire history and and 
not only that i when i do a project specific hiring mm-hmm. i just do a search on that specific skill set and i get hundreds and thousands of people in my own ats rather than going outside and hiring right so this has actually had a lot of impact on the you know um, from the vendor point of view also like from the saving point of view from the vendor cost point of view and yep. has been a disadvantage for the vendors because they come and say nowadays you don't use our services <laughs> <laughs> got so, it so it cannot be a win win situation for everyone right so yeah organization is happy we are saving on vendor cost but vendors are unhappy because they they're not getting their business at the yeah, end of because it. you won't believe when the moment you look into the ats there are not thousands that's a i mean that's a small uh, number i'm seeing there are lakhs of resumes available on ats which is a mini nokri.com or maybe a mini monster or mini uh, any job site for you so that best advantage people have been taking in the last 2 years okay where the the mandate is every day you have to source so many people and definitely from the ats itself you are able to con- convert the people and do the hiring and this was this was never possible before because everyone used to go after meeting 10 people they will call to off, uh, call them to the office spend half an hour with them and then you know maybe conclude the right person <laughs> yeah i mean I, i i went through it so i i completely understand where you're coming from on that but um ats is something that is as a concept it was already in existence and that digital shift yes. transformation was already taking place right yes is there anything that took place because of the pandemic is there is there something that more like a digitization move in a vertical within hr that said okay because of the pandemic now we need to have this technology that has to be onboarded was there something like that that you saw a use case that you went through or that you heard of in the in the hr community um well it's not the specific technology wise but then yes it has uh, expedited the entire process of hiring that is one very big advantage and it is not just hiring it's beyond hiring because once a person is onboarded what about the uh, bank formalities what about the documentation what about the induction everything is digitalized okay so you i mean you are not at all person dependent i mean in in between so we all had a fear that if uh, i mean if the robots come in place what are we going to do because right. i think one of the organizations you must have heard have also implemented the robot system for for the onboarding formalities yeah yeah so Uh, so everything is possible i mean that human touch according to according to many people is not required today and things can be done by the robots also so when this is the technology if this is the advancement so definitely each and every person in this process is also very much educated and today my own team members who were not so dg savvy have all become dg savvy today and they talk about technology they talk about digitalization wow and they say whenever i say that this is something uh, well i think there's a problem i don't think so we can get this they say who told you ma'am no 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 it's not like that just give us half an hour one hour let us do the study and you know and then tell you whether this is feasible or not so i mean that is the reach and that is that is the confidence each and every person has got today it's all because of technology wow I'm I'm going to go back to onboarding and I, I, you mentioned it as you mentioned it why I want to go back to onboarding is because technically like onboardings were 
a group event where you gathered many people together and then you whoever mm-hmm. came into the office and you know there was a induction uh, yes. process right that's that's yes. the additional way of doing how does it happen now like what's the what's the norm today like yeah. <laughs> be interesting to hear right the norm still continues see initially we all used to be in one boardroom and there used to be a excellent ice breaking session where there used to be involvement of each and every person in the room because the games were designed in such a fashion that everyone has to participate okay so today still we are doing that only thing is it's all online where maybe uh, 500 or 600 at times 1000 people also but uh, what i have seen is that the the impact is more when you have a limited crowd so i think 2 300 people are there it limits i mean that's the best uh, uh, number that's a that's the highest you should have otherwise if you have 40 50 people it's all the more good so uh, now again the ice breaking sessions are on but the impact is a bit different because we can't make them run around so it will be more on like maybe twisting the tongue twisters or it is more on like sitting at one place and whatever best you can do so maybe more of mind games but before we used to have lot of running around and all that maybe use balloons and xyz things and you know so that people they just mingle with each other and person from one corner runs and goes to the person at the other corner to find the partner and all so that is something yes that is something which we all miss uh so how the uh, coming to a question how the induction goes today is the same uh, ice breaking session maybe mm-hmm. instead of half an hour we will keep it 10 15 minutes then right. each and every uh, each and every hod head of department the the strategic business unit head the uh, line of business head they come and they speak in that their particular area so uh, we ask them to keep the cameras on so that we can see with whom we are talking to so when it comes to my session uh instead of uh, using the ppt which i'm not much of ppt and uh, jargon person so i prefer interacting with them so i i talk to them of uh, you know and ask them how were the other sessions and all and ask right. them very generic questions like you know what is it that you uh, know about tech mahindra today which you didn't know till yesterday or till today morning right so what is it that the induction has told you and they come out with their answers and all that so it's more of interactive session where and many times i exit the time also because right. of the interactions but i'm absolutely okay with that because uh, because they also want a, a a physical connect okay so so that's how the induction happens so today also it's the same thing each and every line of business comes talks about their business and uh, we tell them about what the organization is all about and yes uh, so what they miss is uh, something which we used to keep you know the goodies at the end of the uh, you know session and uh, the the common uh, l- maybe lunch or whatever was the time evening snacks mm. so that is mm. something which yes everyone misses <laughs> yeah i mean th- there is definitely something that personal interaction brings to the table which obviously a digital interaction cannot i mean there's no denying there and i think that's why a lot of companies have moved towards a hybrid model and not you know didn't want to say you know i like will continue work from home or come back fully into a because i, I remember back in the day working from home was a benefit you gave senior employees right uh, it was a flexibility that you gave whereas right. 
today it's like the norm if you don't give work from home as an option then you know you, you're like there's so many other companies you lose out on your talent in, in essence right i yes. might be wrong but uh, that's how i i have come to understand it no no you're uh, absolutely right the, uh, these are some of the reasons of the person backing out at the last moment the reason for the your dropouts is the other organization is giving full time work from home and you are giving the hybrid model so this is one of the reasons you're absolutely on the point so even with hybrid that is happening yes oh, wow okay that's news to me i thought it was like only when it like you know there were companies that said no we'll have uh, we'll come back to work you know full time uh, that so you can have your personal life to yourselves and your your uh, office hours to yourselves right i mean that that segregation is very difficult for most people so um as that's actually really news to me that that is happening yeah that is happening and hybrid model is working well because they're still able to balance between both the organize the professional as well as the personal front okay because what happened during the pandemic many people they asked no to their support system their maids and all that and they accordingly the spouse uh, you know the, both the partners they adjusted so now if they have to come back to office they have to do those basic arrangements and all that so the hybrid is helping them because it's not all five days they have to go i'm saying five days because i've been into it but for some people six days also so basically that balancing is possible today but when it comes to full fledged office then the entire scenario changes got it totally understand that okay um since we're on the whole concept of digitization and how it is actually helped um is there any one um one facet of hr that has actually survived digitization hasn't didn't need to be digitized at all no entire hr the digitalization was required because see uh, what if i look at the broad areas of hr like the talent acquisition very much required induction employee engagement training and development comp and ben is something which okay compensation is something which may not be you know i mean which is not actually much required for them to digitalize but uh, but otherwise all the functions yes so i don't think so a single part of hr has has been working the same way they used to work till 2020 start so everything has been affected by technology and affected in a very very positive way okay so um what was your favorite change okay very good question <laughs> my favorite change see ben i never knew i was a writer okay because oh. uh, because uh, it was always i mean if you are aware of mumbai as a geography mumbai there is a lot of distance and uh, 90% of your time you spend on just traveling so if your office is from 9:30 to example 6:30 you will have to start from home at 8 o'clock in the morning and you if you leave office at 7 by the time you reach it's 9:30 now you tell me after this do you have any time to do anything <laughs> apart from your food and sleep <laughs> so yeah when during pandemic since i got this time this travel was saved for me i started writing blogs and uh, i wrote one blog it went i mean the response i got was too good and that gave me a, a good boost to write some more blogs so i wrote the other i wrote the third i wrote the fourth so some six seven blogs i wrote and my friends inspired me a lot and also 
I mean, that was something which was a hidden talent. I never knew I could write. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because I, I was always, I was always a good orator during my school, like essay and uh, elocution and all that. But I never uh, was into writing. So I, I don't think so. Ever my essays were appreciated in the class. What was appreciated was my presentation skill and all that. So it was all on the presentation part, but nothing on the writing part. So that is. So I will say the plus point for me was that I knew my hidden skill and somewhere I nur I I nurtured that for some time till the time I again started work going to office. Oh wow! <laughs> so I are you still writing <laughs> or you're going to office has messed it up for so you? Now, now I've stopped because I don't know uh, uh, that time. some if there was a lot of peace also around because uh, outside also if you just uh, you know see from your window you hardly see people everywhere a very very uh, dull and a very serene and a very i mean a very quiet atmosphere so maybe i was able to concentrate much and i started writing and developed then eventually i i gave up even because i mean i don't think so that was uh, the passion part but something which i i got interested in and uh, if time permits maybe one day i will again try to think and write <laughs> okay well I, i mean i hope fingers crossed i hope you do get to continue to write because that will be something that's uh, really efficient i mean it, it's i think it it's flowed out of you like like it was a hidden talent that's flown out of you so i think you, you right. should definitely <laughs> pursue that yeah oh yeah sure i will <laughs> all right so shilpa um you know um we talk about technology and technology is a is a huge um area it's it like everyone says right. digitization like it's a single word that encompasses you know every single aspect but that that whole aspect is humongous if you think about it right in fact you will have to have four to five sessions only on this particular topic to cover this topic it's so vast Ex- exactly but i want to kind of i want to kind of uh dive on to one specific aspect and um as a larger organization right uh, and you could also tell me from your previous exam i mean previous work experiences as well um i'm not too sure how much experience you've had with saas products as opposed to enterprise level uh, products you know legacy systems right um is there ha- have you had that experience and if so what are the differentiations in the hr world that you see from a legacy system that you know the older organizations use as opposed to the new saas technologies that are available for people to access today okay yes definitely people have become technology savvy so everyone today is looking for something which is available in one click no one has a patience today to look into four or five websites and then collate the information and then have it ready for their uh, presentation or whatever work so a one click if you get all the information that is something what the people are looking for and that is something which saas products are able to give today okay so so be, so it's it's the collection it's the information it's it, it's the vast knowledge which one gets in in a click that's more important right so they they basically uh, made it made made life so much simpler i'm assuming yes, yes because everyone values time today in, you know so in, in 24 hours they want to cover so many things because just like me 
you know who uh, understood the hidden talent there are many more people who have developed maybe talents like a, you know they have uh, started playing guitar or maybe started singing during their uh, you know during their leisure time which they had uh, in pandemic so everyone wants to perceive their hobbies everyone wants to have a balance between the professional and the personal front so professional front if you have certain platforms like saas platforms where you get the entire information in one go tell me a person who will not like to use it so true so true totally makes sense okay some some really quick questions um because you talked about hobbies what's your favorite hobby i love playing badminton as an outdoor sport okay fantastic um what's the most used app on your phone <laughs> something which my husband hates and we have fight whatsapp and facebook <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm a facebook person <laughs> I'm an, I think twice a day I see that. <laughs> oh wow. Awesome. And um do you have a preference iPhone versus Android as an Apple versus Android? Oh, iPhone preferred any time. It's not that I have today. Because okay. I'm not much of a not much of a I'll say a, 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 a instrument person or maybe a, a gadget person. Not much. Okay. All right. Is there any anything that uh, technology has brought at your feet that you completely dislike? I know I asked you the like part. <laughs> Is there anything that you dislike? Uh, which you dislike? Uh, well, I see lo- all the advantages there, but still, when you have asked this question, let me think whether is there anything which I dislike. I think dislike is the lack of human touch. <laughs> fair enough. Totally, totally fair enough. I think. it's about time human resources as a as a support function needs to change and is it really human resources or is it you know support system i don't know we might have to change the nomenclature down the line you know tomorrow if things go the way it's going but i mean uh, that's something that i think we should all think about right my right. final question to you shobha yeah what is the one thing if you could tell um this person and i'll tell you who that person is in a second right what would be the one thing that you could tell this person as an advice or as a um uh a word of wisdom words of wisdom that you would give them uh, mm. what would that be this person is basically you yourself at age 20 okay fine that that is a well thought question and a well designed question and this is a, a googly i mean i mean i never thought something like this can be asked so yes so today i am a pretty matured person because i am in my 40s and uh, well something maybe 20 years uh, 20 years back when i was in my 20s i was a person with a a very less patience that's one second yes i was short tempered third i didn't think through before taking any calls before taking any decisions so these were the three things which were actually uh, as a teenager or in my early 20 uh, in my early 20s these were thing three things which made me strong also because i never used to cry and you know i never used to have those emotions and all that because i was a very strong person a very determined person a very clear on my goals but today if i see from the human point of view maybe i was a bit harsh 
uh, for some people at that point of time because of my stubborn thing and my uh, you know the short tempered part of it mm-hmm. so the message what i will give to others who are in their 20s is that uh, have some i mean you first of all have confidence in yourself okay because that is something which will always help you to grow in life and uh, and second do not take people for ride i mean have some basic respect for people from all the areas of your life uh usually usually in that age we we have that thing like you know we 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 don't respect all the people around us so that is something which is a mistake i think each one of us does so but when you get mature you understand that so so better have the basic respect for people from all areas of your life and just be confident and everything falls in place everyone can grow there is nothing like a rocket science in growing you just have to have the basic basic uh, things in you that's it awesome so well um i'm 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 really happy that we got this opportunity shilpa to spend uh together on the show and i really want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and coming uh, and spending it with us and discussing uh hr and how it has changed how it has it has moved forward um pre and post pandemic as well i just want to thank you so much for that and uh wishing you the very best uh, for your time in uh uh tech mahindra and your future as a whole thanks ben thanks for this wonderful opportunity and yes we also look for forums where we can share our experiences so looking forward to such sessions thanks for your time as well awesome. anytime anytime shilpa thank you so much liked this podcast then what are you waiting for subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media and don't miss another episode join us next week same time same place this show is brought to you by zimio